Hello, friends. Great to have you join this week's podcast, Fumilayo Adekpoju speaking. Last week, I shared a nugget on reaction and response, which brought about lots of questions. So today, I have decided to help someone learn how to respond to situations rather than reacting. Much of our lives is spent in reaction to others and to events around us. The problem is that These reactions might not always be the best course of action. And as a result, they can make others unhappy and make the situation worse. But why would we want to make things worse? The truth is, we often react without thinking. It's a gut reaction, often based on fear and insecurities. And it's not the most rational or appropriate way to act. Think about it. Reactions are me-centered. They reflect how I feel and they are expression of what I expect or desire or demand of others. Reactions are the lightning quick words that burst forth when I am upset or angry or determined to get someone else to behave the way I want. When you react, you do and say things without thinking first. And don't consider the implications of what you do or say. You just act. Reactions are like a puppy who hasn't been trained. That untrained puppy is going to bark at every dog it sees. Jump at every passing neighbor and then he will eat your dinner as soon as he sees it. Imagine. Responding on the other hand is taking the situation in and deciding the best course of action based on values such as reason, compassion, respect, and what a view. Responding means observing with intensity and awareness. It means not jumping to conclusions, seeing the situation from every angle, and accepting that your opinion may not be the only one or even the best one. Unlike reactions, responses are more thoughtful. When you respond, You first explore in your mind the possible outcomes of your reply before saying a word. You may weigh the pros and cons and consider what would be best for yourself and others in the situation. Responses are more like the well-trained and well-behaved dog who comes when you call him, barks only when there's a reason to bark and waits patiently for his threat. So, would you rather be the type of person who creates a calm and happy environment around him, like the well-behaved dog, or the kind of a person who is like a wild cat, totally unpredictable and can cause the people around him stress, like the untrained puppy. Let's quickly take a practical example. The same situation, but different outcome. Number one, your child breaks something, probably a plate in the kitchen, You immediately react by getting angry, perhaps by yelling and even upsetting the child and yourself, worsening your relationship, not making anything better. The same situation happens, but you respond differently. Your child breaks your most preferred plate in the kitchen. You notice your anger reaction, but you pause, take a breath and consider the situation. The first thing you can do at that point in time is to see if your child is okay. Is she hurt or scared? Secondly, 
you realize that the object that is broken in the larger view is not that important and is not important as your child. So let it go and adjust to a world without you, without it. Thirdly, you can help her clean up. You can even make a game of it and show her that mistakes happen and that is not something to dwell on. Because the truth is at that point in time, the child also might be scared. And fourthly, calmly talk about how to avoid mistakes like that in the future and give your child a hug. You know, after this, both of you are happy. This choice presents itself to us all the time. Whether it's our friend nagging horse, our co-worker being rude, our spouse being, I mean, not being kind enough or whatever situation it is, there will always be external events that bothers us. But if we learn to respond and not just react, we can make things better and not worse. How we handle these situations on a daily basis isn't just a matter of temperament, it's a matter of choice. And learning that you have a choice is the first step to react to responding instead of reacting. You know, there is this quote I love by Epictetus. It says, it's not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters. You know, when we respond, we are proactive. But when we react, we are reactive. A life of proactive responses we result in a more positive life. You use your power to show up to situations and choose happiness. Situations aren't in your control, but your subsequent response is. Now, you ask me a question. How do I react less and respond more? Now, I've come up with an acronym that I saw that can help you to react less and respond more. The acronym is called PLACE. P-L-A-C-E. So I'd like to quickly take you through this. The first alphabet is P. P means pause. As soon as you notice you are triggered, you need to take a pause and take a breath. For example, let's say you get caught off on the highway. Before you start shouting and raging, you know, in your car, as soon as you notice that energy shift, you need to take a deep breath. That is the power of pros. The next alphabet is L, which means label your reaction. What are you feeling? Is it frustration? Is it insecurity? Or is it anxiety? Whatever feeling it is, label that reaction at that particular point in time. The next alphabet is A. You need to ask yourself why. What actually triggered you? Was it the event itself? Was it the bike man that eat your car? Or could it have been related to a previous judgment you had or a common trigger? This step invites you to bring awareness to your common triggers and blind spots. Often, the emotion is tied to something below the surface of the actual event. You know, in the example I cited earlier on about being cut off on the highway, it's likely that isn't the person cutting you off that, that is making you hungry. It's likely that you are going to be late or don't have time to spare. When you get cut off, you go into reaction and anger mode. But when you yourself cut someone else off, it's because probably you are late to pick up the kids or late to a meeting. The truth is we've all been on both sides. 
So you must learn to ask yourself what triggered you. The next alphabet is C. Choose a skillful response. This is a critical step. It's where all the magic happens in the process. As you take that step back, consider what matters most in this situation. What is my goal? Is it to shout on the bike man and scream and let everybody know that he has done something wrong? What is your goal? How can I respond in a productive way? A way that will move me closer to my goal. You know, in the example we, I cited earlier, the most important thing is likely to arrive at your destination safely. And the best way to respond is most likely to let it go and keep yourself collected and attentive for the drive. E is empower yourself. Empower yourself to move forward from that place of awareness so that you can invite a healthier, more ecological outcome for everyone involved. You know, this simple process happens within trickle of seconds. But the more you master it, the more you get better at it. Let me be clear that it's not easy and it takes practice. You know, the goal is to re re reduce the amount of time you are reactive and recover your centeredness more quickly. You must realize that you will go into autopilot when you work when your work gets stressful, you know, the faster you can acknowledge when you are triggered, the faster you'll be able to regulate your nervous system and get yourself back on track. As with anything in life, it takes practice. Learning to respond um, is a continual process that gets easier over time. You know, there's a quote by Rick Hassan, which says that neurons that fight together wire together. And in this context, it means that the more you can practice being calm and non-reactive, and the more you invite responses rather than reactions, the better at it you become. There is another quote I love which says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And then that space is our power to choose our response. In our response, lies our growth and our freedom. Wow, that is profound. You know, the Bible is also very, very complete. The book of Proverbs advocates responding over reacting. In fact, the ability to do this is the mark of a wise person. Take a look at these examples. Proverbs 19.11 Good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory to overlook an offense. Proverbs 11:17 A man who is kind benefits himself, but a cruel man hurts himself. Proverbs 16:32 Do you want to be a mighty warrior? It's better to be known as one who is patient and slow to anger. Do you want to conquer a city? Rule over your temper before you attempt to rule a city. Wow, wow, wow. Proverbs 18:2 A fool takes no pleasure in understanding but only in expressing his own opinion. Hmm. The conclusion of the matter is this. You have a choice. Within that split of seconds, you have a choice either to react or to respond. In stressful situations, you can either react or respond. You cannot do both simultaneously. So, which will you choose? My advice is, choose to respond rather than react. Then your relationships will become better and the world becomes a better place for you and others.
Keep winning in your relationship. See you next week. God bless you.